You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about Gary Vaynerchuk's top five business tips and why you need to listen to them. Before we get into the episode, I want to make sure that you have subscribed to this podcast. You have gone over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on Facebook, and if you are an owner of your gym, you've joined that group. And lastly, you've checked out our website, nextgenowners.com, and seen all the amazing things we can do to help you grow your business. All right, so without any further ado, let's get right to it. Gary Vaynerchuk's top five business tips and why you need to listen to them. Gary Vaynerchuk is, in my opinion, one of the most inspiring and accomplished businessmen alive today. Uh, His business advice is rooted in his own experiences and it's pulled directly from his experience building a business and marketing empire. Uh, And he just, he knows his stuff. So what are the, the top five tips before we start? And then I'm gonna break each one down for you. So number one, focus on the consumer, not the competition. Number two, never stop working. Number three, age doesn't matter. Number four, don't be scared to fail. And number five, be patient. Now, I have kind of my top three of these, and I'll tell you about those at the end, Uh, but they're all great. They're all super important, and we're going to talk about each one. So... Who is Gary Vaynerchuk? Well, if you don't know who he is, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, is a, he currently owns a marketing company and a variety of other companies. He's invested in a ton of companies. He was an investor in Uber. Um, He is a very, very successful businessman. He understands smart business and he certainly understands marketing. And he was one of the very first business people, business minds that I started listening to as I was on my journey as a business owner. You know, when I started, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I knew I needed to get more information. And so I started looking for that and I turned to YouTube um, and I found Gary Vaynerchuk and I was immediately inspired by his motivation and his work ethic and his mindset. And I really got a lot from him. Uh, you know, he started his business. Uh, he started being a businessman as a child. He actually was horrible at school, didn't, wasn't very successful at it. And he always had these side hustles. He was, you know, mowing lawns and he was selling and upgrading baseball cards and going to garage sales and finding things that were worth money and then reselling them. And he just was super, super successful at all of these business oriented things that he did. And so I found that really inspiring for him because he didn't really have any training. He kind of learned by fire, which is something that I was in the process of doing. And so I I got his five uh, business tips and I started to apply them throughout my business ventures. And I started uh, to not only find that they helped me in my business, but they helped me personally and they helped my mindset. And so I think they're just, they're super valuable. They're super poignant and they relate to what we're doing as business owners every single day. So number one, focus on the consumer and not the competition. This one I think is probably the number one in my mind and it's something that I have to remind myself of and my staff of all the time because in this industry and in cheer and gymnastics, we're kind of always focused on the competition in some way because we're a competitive sport and so we are competing against other people when we go to competitions anyway. So we wanna know what they're doing, we wanna know what skills that they have and what teams that they're hosting. And so we start going down that rabbit trail and then 
we start focusing on, well, what are they charging and what uniform do they have and all of those different things that are not really what we should be concentrating on. And this is exacerbated when we start looking at the big names, right? The big dogs, the people who are winning worlds and winning summit and what uniform are they wearing and who did their choreography and who did their music and who did this blinged out thing for them. And really quickly, things can spiral out of control because we get into the rat race of trying to do what everyone else was doing without factoring in that they may have different factors that make it so they can do that thing, i.e. a lot of those big name programs, they don't pay for those new uniforms that they wear at Summit. Or if they do, they're paying at cost. Like they're getting those things comped. Why? And this is not me talking badly about them. They're doing the smart thing. Why? Because that company giving them that uniform says, hey, you post that it's us that did it and that's going to drive business to us right so they're utilizing them as as marketing um and it works and it gets people looking and it gets people seeing these famous cheer liberties wearing those backpacks or wearing those shoes or wearing those uniforms and the next thing they know the small gyms and other gyms are buying because they want to look like them or they're getting the choreography because that was the choreographer that they used and that's what got helped them win worlds or win summit so we can easily get into that rat race and start buying things with no profit margin and really not thinking about our business and not being solely focused on delivering the best possible product to our customers and making their dollar go further within our business and helping make sure our business actually makes money. That's the key. We've got to make sure that we're making money if we want to be able to deliver a great product to our clients. We can't simply uh, focus on buying the greatest and latest thing because if we do that and we don't make any money then we're going to close and it doesn't matter that they have a blinged out bag they don't have anywhere to train gary's number two tip is never stop working now this is one that i think is a little bit more complicated because it's easy to take it to a point of being unhealthy and to be honest i totally did that i i took that for exactly what it was which is never stop working and that means work all the time and he kind of talks about that he does say look you want to you want to be better than the other person then sleep less and work more and he's not completely wrong but it's not necessarily healthy for everyone uh, to follow that method and just be working constantly nonstop never ever ever taking breaks because if you're you're never taking breaks you're never really resetting and you're never getting healthy and it is important to make sure that you take care of yourself as well as your business because if you die early because you have high blood pressure and you don't ever exercise and you don't ever take vacation time or sleep, you will not have a business to run. So you do have to take care of yourself. So it doesn't mean don't take breaks in my mind. This means work harder than the person down the street. And that also means working smarter and hustling and pushing. But there are ways to do that without not sleeping at all. You need to know what your body can handle, what your mind can handle. And some people... Gary being one of those, some people are okay sleeping three or four hours a night and it is not unhealthy for them. Most people that is very unhealthy for. So I don't recommend that being the technique. But what you can do is, you know, spend less time on Facebook or uh, spend less time watching TV shows, catching binge watching a show, right? You can do other things working on your business. That's how you can hustle and you can utilize the time in your day better. Um, utilize it to 
always be working on your business. And I also think of this as I never stop working, meaning I never stop thinking about my business. I never stop learning. I never stop that process internally where I may not be creating a project or creating a product, but I'm thinking about my business and I'm mentally working on my business and I'm making plans and I'm making strategies that are helping my business grow into something better than it was before. Number three, age doesn't matter. Uh, I, again, I think this one is a good one, but I, I don't know if it's as relevant to the cheer industry as he means it. He more means it uh, from the perspective of, well, and actually it does. It, it relates immediately to the cheer and gymnastics industry, right? Um, but I don't know if it's the key one that I took away because when I started my business, I was 26. Uh, I'd just gotten back from Iraq. Uh, I was a full-time police officer. And so I felt very adult and responsible. And people, generally speaking, didn't challenge me. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you're going to feel the same way. Maybe you're 18 years old and you're just starting out your gym. That doesn't mean you can't be a great business owner. Uh, just because you don't have life experience. You have the ability to hustle more. You have the ability to cut your costs and um, live on top ramen in your parents' basement starting your your business. Like you can do those things at a younger age and they're more acceptable. Where like me now at 39, if I'm starting a new business, if I were if I were in a different world and I were just like, I'm not gonna have any income, I'm just gonna start my business. Well, I can't live that way without impacting my kids and my wife and their future. So it's a little bit harder of a risk there. Um, doesn't mean you can't do it. Uh, it just is different. There are different factors. So while you're 18, you may not have the life experience. You also have some advantages, whereas vice versa, uh, if you are older, yeah, you have the life experience and people kind of respect you immediately because you're a little bit older, but you also, you have less time, right? Like that's just facts. We have less time on this earth, the older we get. So you may have less time to build your business. You may only have 10 or 15 good working years left where you can be in there hustling and doing the physical work and before you're not really in in the mode to do that anymore. So age doesn't matter, but it does have it does have impacts and you just need to know those. And that doesn't mean don't take those risks. Like what Gary says is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or you're 75. If you want to start a business and you want to be successful, you can do it. And he's not wrong. You absolutely can. It just is going to have some impacts in some ways. And you just need to use the strengths for their strengths and compensate for whatever the weaknesses are. The next one, which I actually think is one of the most important, is don't be scared to fail. Uh, and this is something that is the hardest to combat because we all have a natural fear of failure. We don't want to be bad at something and we want to be successful. So it's very important that we are not scared to fail at the things that we are doing within our business. Uh, we've got to be willing to take risks. We've got to be willing to put ourselves out there and know that things aren't always going to work. Um, you wouldn't tell a stunt group, I'm going to do a cheer analogy here. You wouldn't tell a stunt group not to try a stunt because they might drop it. You'd just create, you'd make sure they were trained and they understood what they were doing and you'd have spotters. And even then, stunts drop, right? I've had stunts I've trained all season long that have fallen in competition at the end of the year. It happens. So failure is going to occur. You're going to have marketing plans that are perfect. You've planned them perfectly. Everything is right. The imagery is great. The copy is good. All that stuff is good. The targeting is right. And they don't really do anything because sometimes things just don't work. Or you're going to do things and you're going to do them totally wrong. Like you failed 
at it. You, you epically did it wrong. I had it, I've had this with staff, right? I've had staff hires and things like that completely and epically fail. And it was my fault. But that doesn't mean I can't like don't hire people in the future because I'm scared that I messed up before. I've got to make those failures and I've got to fail forward quickly, right? I can't, I can't limit myself simply because I'm afraid that I'm going to make an error. I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I've got to step up and I've got to do more and I've got to take that further and I've got to use that fear to motivate me to be even better and even stronger and use that fear as an impetus to change and grow. So you can't be scared to fail. And I, I love that one. I think that one's huge. And it's something I hear from business owners all the time is they're like, well, I want to do that. But what if it doesn't work? Well, then it didn't work. That's it. His last one is be patient. And I think this one is a really important one too. And the first step of being patient is get off social media and stop looking at what everyone else is doing. I think it goes back to like the focus on the consumer and not the competition also is oftentimes when people aren't patient, it's because they're comparing themselves to others and it is all about, well, so-and-so looks like they're being more successful than me, which therefore means I'm a failure, which therefore means I'm not succeeding fast enough. And oftentimes you're looking at social media and you're looking at their curated content and quite frankly, oftentimes their lies. Like people do not always tell the truth on social media. If you didn't already know this, which I'm sure you do, um, people don't tell the truth and people act like they're making millions of dollars and going to Bali and Nepal and all these different things and traveling and all that. Well, what you don't know is they're putting it all on credit cards and they're, you know, $150,000 in debt and they don't own their house. And like they, people can put out whatever image they want. I've known people who barely have two pennies they can rub together, who, if you look at their social media, they look like they're very successful. And the reason they don't have two pennies they can rub together is because they buy things they shouldn't buy. They drive really nice cars, uh, they buy nice clothes, and they live in a one-bedroom apartment that is not super nice, but they choose to spend their money on things that are um, appearance-based. So be patient and know that things take time. Uh, it takes time to grow your business. It's not going to happen overnight and you need to celebrate your wins, even if they're small and realize that those big ones, they're going to take time. They're just, they're not going to happen right away. And that's okay. Be patient and quite frankly, enjoy the journey. If all you are doing is focusing on the destination, you are missing out on so many cool parts of being a business owner. You're missing out, especially in the industries that we're in with cheer and gymnastics and youth sports. You're missing so many great, amazing moments in time that you get to be a part of. So be patient and enjoy the journey. It's not all about getting like, yes, we want to be focused on taking our passion and turning it into profit. Like that is what we do. We want to help you take what you love and turn it into a successful business. But if you don't ever focus on the part of loving it, then you are going to miss out. And they're not always going to be with competition. They might just be, you have an employee who does something amazing and they did it because you trained them to, or you have any myriad of business successes. You do a marketing plan, you finally develop one and you launch it and it crushes and you get 50 new enrollments, right? Those are really cool moments that you should celebrate. Like, yeah, you can do that. You go, well, I got 50 enrollments, but now I got to keep them all. Now I got to do this. And now I got to get a hundred. Well, you just got 50. So it's, it, enjoy that. Enjoy that and deliver and focus on that consumer, right? So it, it, it takes time. Um, 
it took me a long time to find Gary's advice. Like I probably owned my business for three years before I started finding his advice. And if you feel like you could benefit from his stuff, uh, then you've got to get our blogs. Like the stuff that Danielle puts out in our blogs is phenomenal. Um, she puts out tips like this regularly. So make sure that you're on our blogs. You can do that um, by going to nextgenowners.com. Additionally, look up Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube. Like if you're looking to listen to him, he is, is really, really uh, amazing at sharing information. And I talked about this in another episode, but he gets asked frequently, you know, hey, why are you willing to share all this stuff? And he's like, well, I know that in this room of 700 business owners, only 10 of you are gonna ever do any of the things I'm talking about. And the rest of you are just gonna nod your head and get really excited and then you're not gonna do it. And he knows that the last thing it comes down to is execution and you've gotta execute. And I, I talked about it in why, my why being the smartest doesn't mean you're going to be the best uh, episode. Talked a lot about that and how it all comes down to execution. Gary's advice is so solid. In fact, it is amazing. Uh, but the top three, in my opinion, are focus on the consumer, not the competition. Don't be scared to fail and be patient. Those three are the ones that every business owner needs to do. You need to apply them every single day. Like they're not something you can ignore. They have to be something you diligently work on and you have to do them every single day. All right, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I actually recorded this before and I forgot to record. So I did this whole episode and I didn't record it and I meant to release it last week, uh, but I did not. So um, I apologize for that. Make sure you join our NG Churn Gymnastics Owners Gym Owners Group if you haven't already. Leaving this podcast, I want you to go over to that group, right? Go over to our NG Churn Gymnastics Owners Group if you haven't already and post the number one thing about Gary's advice or this podcast that spoke to you on this episode. One of the most impressive things about Gary is giving that advice for free, like I mentioned. Uh, he never hesitates to share his knowledge. So get on there and share yours. What advice did you love from this episode? What do you identify with Gary? Or if you have your best business tip, go and post that there. Let's start a discussion. Let's learn from each other. Let's grow our businesses together and help keep turning our passion into our profits. All right, everyone, thank you for listening and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.